This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, January the 11th, 2016. Radio News Hour brought to you every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Arizona time. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. Give us a call at 1 800 951 and the lovely Wendy's here to take your calls and answer your questions. Or go check us out at allamericangold.com. Not only can you get the, ner- the news to disturb the comfortable, but you know what? We, I'll just tell you this. All that news that you can get, all that effort and time that goes into that website, it's all brought to you by one person. He's the CEO of the company. He's the owner. He's the guy who cuts the check that, met, that lets us be on the air weekly. So if you've got a problem with his opinion, give him a call. Once again, 1-800-951-0592. Joe Jaquin is that person. And, buddy, how was your weekend? How are you? You look a little cold this morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday? Happy Monday. And I'm going to just quickly go through our sports section today obviously the national championship game right here in the valley of the sun tonight alabama and clemson the crimson tide and right. yes the crimson tide of alabama and what are tide, Cle- clemson's the tigers the tigers death valley so the tide logo is an elephant <laughs> I, don't I don't get that but anyway i'm anyway, not from there but either way uh, that's going on tonight. I will say the very entertaining uh, end to several of the football games, the playoffs over the weekend. And I, I don't know, uh, for Minnesota Viking fan, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. I, I Wow. Shoeless uh, Joe comes to yeah, mind. Did he do that on purpose? I don't know how you missed that short of a kick by that big of a distance. I mean... And you know, this kid Blair has a reputation of being money. He's a great kicker. He's a great kicker. Okay. Now, on the other hand, you look at Cincinnati and them guys just losing their brains on Saturday night with penalties that put Pittsburgh in field goal position for Pittsburgh to win. Just nonsense. 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 They lost their control. And I know... Well, and it's two players that have a history of have it. Have a history of it. And, and one of them right here from the Valley, he played his college football. Oh, we know that ASU. one well. Von Todd Perfect out of, I believe, the Compton, L.A. area. So all I can say is, uh, it was so bad for you, Cincinnati. i got to be honest. I, I did Do feel you? bad for I don't feel bad I for him. I felt bad you, for you? Minnesota kicker as well. I feel bad for Minnesota. I don't feel bad for Cincinnati. You you are the ones that put these guys on the payroll. There you go. So you get what you, you deserve. You I reap will, what you sow. I will say this. Of all the teams that we could have played, the Packers are the team that I was hoping we would play. Well, you got your hope. And you got I your hope, wish. It came I through. hope that doesn't end up being a bad thing, but I got my wish because we annihilated the Packers. And then uh, I, I, who does the Broncos have? The Broncos will play the Kansas City Chiefs, who are going to be your AFC champions in my book. There's your winner of the AFC, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm telling you, Broncos – they're put together by stitches and needles and all that stuff. I'm just telling you, the Broncos are leap limping in. Okay, you've got Peyton Manning. Did you see him in the last game? He didn't throw passes. He just handed the ball off because he can't pass. I'm telling you. That's wow. Wow. Saying. Pittsburgh, pretty much their quarterback is put together by stitches as well. 
Come on, who's going to win? And then New England, the mighty, mighty New England Patriots, I'm here to tell you, they're all injured, man. It's a long season for these guys. Okay, enough of sports. Enough of sports. That covers wow. Thank you for <laughs> indulging us. Thank you so much for letting us get that off our chest. Uh, if you're joining us again, the Chinese stock market down 5% last night while we were all asleep. Well, I want to say something. The Chinese, I understand, are sabotaging the, the stock market and may have had something to do with the Minnesota Phil Google. <laughs> <laughs> They're sabotaging them as well. Uh, the Dow was trying to rally. I don't know if you, you saw the Dow finished down over 1,000 points uh, last week. I did see that. The worst start ever in the stock market for for the beginning of a year never in the history of the stock market has it been down over a thousand points in the first five trading days uh it tried to open higher this morning it's gone negative again uh right now the dow is down 20 as crude oil has fallen below 32 dollars a barrel that was a apparently some type of support level they, they felt like if it fell below 32, it's going to go into the 20s. And now I see a couple of big banking investment, whatever, they try to predict what the future is going to say. Now saying maybe all the way down to $18 a barrel. Crude oil is down twenty-five, $31.95. Uh, gold and silver are both higher this morning. Gold's uh, just over $1,100 to the ounce. Silver uh, right at $14 to the ounce. There wasn't a lot. We do start earnings season. Earnings season kicks off with Alcoa. Uh, that will start. We'll get all of, I guess we'll start seeing just how bad things really are. We're going to break down the jobs number from Friday. And then we're going to look at how just how good is the jobs market. Because the, the Fed is trying to tell us everything's really good there and that good times are just around the corner. So I decided to let's just compare. Compare the job markets of the 80s, the 90s, and, and the 2000s, and let's just see how good this great job market really is. So that's what we're going to do in the next segment, and then we're going to talk about well, another major retailer apparently having a few more issues. Uh, this time it was Kohl's. Big news this morning was Kohl's may actually go private and and no longer become a publicly traded company as it tries to, uh, I don't know. You mean they're not part of some big conglomerate? They're not. Well, they're going to be. Apparently, that's what they're. Some hedge funds going to take them private. That's probably what was the real story. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to find out just how good is this great jobs recovery. Don't touch that dust. Patriot Radio News Hour. Double J. And the love, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. And it is crazy time. I mean, did you see Rolling Stone and Sean Penn? Fascinating story. Could, could get a hold of El Chapo. But our federal government, <laughs> FBI... Well, wait, the Mexican government, no one is, can find this This guy. is a person who digged a tunnel. 
a tunnel that was a, a quarter mile long to escape from... Well, he didn't the, dig the tunnel. Regardless, they worked for him, so you might as well say his hands got dirty, too, and he escaped. And who finds him? Sean Penn in the Rolling Stone. I'm telling you, the I, Secretary I, of Defense <laughs> needs to be fired, and we need to hire the general manager for the Rolling Stone. I was just going to say, the Rollings, maybe they should do all the background checks on the refugees. Perhaps. Right. Maybe Dad or do an interview with them. They'll find out, really, if they're good or bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, We'd have Sean Penn do them. Fascinating. And the way I understand it is our, 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 our whoever it is, the, the Mexican DEA, government, the Mexican the, government right. they followed the rolling. That's how they caught El Chapo. And I'll, I'll just tell you, I just find that to be a fascinating story. It's going to be a movie of the week, is my guess, down the road. You know, so somebody will cash in on his stories. But hey, but it is amazing up. though the the moral compass or lack thereof. You know, here is a, I mean, is he the most notorious drug lord of our time? Well, according to what I at read yesterday, the he's decade. the biggest meth dealer. He's the biggest cocaine dealer. He is the biggest drug dealer, bringing that stuff into our country. He says he's the biggest. Maybe Sean Penn was looking for some money for Haiti. Who knows? Right, I don't know. Who knows what tree he needs to hug? But I know this, man. That guy got in and had a seat with El Chapo. And then I just yeah, saw... Just like I told the guy on ABC, danger is my business. <laughs> <laughs> you know who that is, right? That's, That's Macaulay. Macaulay from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, man. Wow, Ramon, nice pull there. Did you see the Powerball? $1.4 billion now. Well, what I saw is I didn't win it. And I uh, gotta tell you, I, I I can't believe you know it's the fa- number. I, you know what's fascinating? You know why it's gotten this high? Is I want to say sometime last they changed the formula, and now I I saw somewhere where the odds of winning the Powerball is one in two hundred ninety-two million something something something, and that was. Twice as hard as it used to be. Apparently, uh, you know, winning a chance at winning one in 150 million—that was too good of odds. So now they've got it at one in 200 and something million, and uh, that has allowed the Powerball now to be—they're uh, now saying 1.4 billion. Well, what's an interesting thing is I know in here, here in Arizona, two people had five of the numbers minus the Powerball and won one million dollars. Okay. I mean, uh, that's not a drop in the bucket. Are you disappointed if you win $1 million? Right, with the grand prize of $1.4 billion? Billion? Uh, You know, yeah, I'll just know. tell you what, I'll just take that $1 million as well. So before the break, we're talking about the jobs. Because the the one thing that we're hearing, as everybody's getting really nervous now, the Dow uh, down again, lost over 1,000 points in the first week of trading. Uh, China is imploding. Everybody's talking about global recessions, and somehow the talking heads on the idiot box say, no longer want to tell you know, or, or want us now to believe that China doesn't matter. The second largest economy in the world, our largest trading partner, somehow doesn't matter to our economy. Of course it does. And, and you know, same thing with oil prices. Oil is lost. I mean, close to 20% just since the year started. You would think that the stock market would be just, they'd be up 1,000 points instead of down 1,000 points. Talking about, it's like a tax cut for consumers. 
Right? Remember that? They would have you believe. <laughs> right. Of course, now we know in this new economy, this new, new, new economy, cheap oil is now bad and and is now the enemy of the stock market. But on Friday, the government told us that for the month of December that we had created 292,000 jobs. I mean, that was a banger. That was the... That's the month of December. The month said. of December. That was the best number of the year. And I, and I I didn't have time to really get into it. And and I was... Even I was... I was like, wow. That's a pretty good number. And then the Dow ended up finishing down like 170 points. And I was like, that's kind of odd. Doesn't add up. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And then, and then uh, after I dug into it, according to David Stockman, he said that the news of the job creation, the 292,000, he found it interesting that the mainstream media, and what they didn't mention in the number, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the United States economy actually generated only 11,000 jobs in the month of December that they could prove. So we're talking almost 300,000 jobs down to 11,000 jobs? That they can prove. That they can prove? Right. But according to the government, and we know this, the government says that there's jobs being created out there, we just can't prove them. And according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they said that 281,000 of the headline jobs number was in the seasonal adjustment category. In other words, we don't actually have the, you know, because when you get a job and you start earning a paycheck, certain things come out of that check. You know, got to start paying some of the taxes. The BLS said they found 11,000 of those. Hey, we started, you know, looked at the tax records. And, hey, we got an increase of 11,000. But, you know what, seasonal factors, we know we're going to add 281,000 of those. And, of course, the December, which was a warm December, not a cold one, was part of the reason for the seasonal adjustments is they say that as things get colder, people take holidays. I don't know what that means. I'm just telling you this is the government. Well, the government's logic behind that, but you don't lose a job by going on vacation. You don't create a job by going on vacation. Just very interesting old methodology that probably is no longer, no longer makes a whole lot of sense, but this is what we need to know that the BLS added 281,000 of the jobs that, of the 292,000 jobs that were created in the month of December. So pretty much the whole month was seasonally adjusted. Now, if the headline number had come out at 11,000, what do you think would have happened? Now, somehow, and let me just say this, the unemployment rate did not change stayed at 5%. Would it have gone up if it had only been 11,000? Wages, which the correlation for wages, by the way, 
is as jobs are added, wages are supposed to go up. And then when jobs fall, wages are supposed to go down. So this month we would have assumed that wages had risen. They did not. Part of the the numbers that they added, they added 34,000 jobs for temporary workers. And this is the one that really caught my attention. Because remember, it is December. They added 45,000 construction jobs. They couldn't prove them, but they added them. What, are they just making them out of thin air? I don't, I'm just... I mean, construction historically, most people would tell you, slows down in the winter. That would, that, that, that's a good assumption. But this is our government at work, because if they can't make the number work, they just make it up. So, I, you go back over the last 40 years or so, how does this these jobs stack up? Because remember now, this is this was the whole reason they raised interest rates allegedly was the job market was picking up steam and wage rate wage increases were just around the corner wage growth from 2008 to 2015 you take that seven year period it's the lowest in almost 40 years so when you look at this great jobs recovery, historical data would tell you the opposite. If you looked at this historically and laid out seven-year period, you laid out 70, 80, 90, 100 years, this seven-year cycle has some of the worst wage growth in recorded history for the United States. That's saying something. Because remember what I told you. According to, not not according to me, but according to the Federal Reserve, when employment growth is rising, wages go up. And obviously when we look at wages over these last seven years, it's saying not really. 1980. You know the be- you know what since 1980 you know what the best year for job growth was I was blown away because I was thinking and maybe you know 1980 let's say I was only 10 but started from 1980 through this year through 2015 what was the best year the best year I would have to go with the dot com era perhaps in 1998 somewhere in there that's a good guess right now I, I I was I thought the bubble year 05 04 okay right all right. We're building houses like man, at least here in this town, right? I mean, it was incredible. Nineteen eighty four was actually the best year for job growth since nineteen eighty. So if you think about this, in the last thirty years, we haven't had a single year. Better than 1984. Not one. Then you look at the numbers. The 80s. The the whole decade of the 80s. This was kind of the, the Reagan years. Right? We 
averaged about 1.8 million jobs per year during the 80s. Now, got to remember, the population was smaller then. We had a workforce of about 100 million people. In the 90s, job growth actually got a little better. 2.1 million people per year. The workforce was about 135 million. Today, and by, by the way, both of those trends, they, jobs created by the size of the workforce, about 1.55, 1.56%. That was the average in the 80s and the 90s. You get into the 2000s, we're not even averaging 1%. Matter of fact, when you actually look at factual data, the reason why the labor force participation rate is falling is simple. We used to create 1.55% new jobs based on the as as the work as the size of the workforce. No matter how big it was, whether the workforce was 100 million, 110 million, 120, 130 million, now we don't even do 1%. And the problem is the population is not decreasing. The population is still increasing. I wonder what the Federal Reserve thinks of this data and how that shakes up. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. By the way, do you know what the non seasonally adjusted number for December of 1999 was. And that's just an arbitrary number. Just because I was, okay, what was it the year before the millennial rolled over? 140,000. Today, it's 11. And they're talking about what a great jobs market this is. Before the millennia rolled over, the last month, December of 1999, according to the government's own number, December, jobs created before seasonal adjustments was 140K. We, we got 11K. <laughs> Right. And it's a great market to be in right now. If you're in the hunt for a job, you'll right. get one, according to them. I mean, this is, and let's face it, and there's other factors that we're not considering. You know, we talked about how the 80s and the 90s, we were on this very stable growth pattern when it came to jobs. Whatever the the workforce was, we are creating about a percent and a half new jobs. 1.5%, 1.55 was the average. By the way, so for all of the 80s and all of the 90s, as the population grew, as the workforce population grew, so did the amount of jobs created. That all changed as the, when the millennial rolled over. 
Well, I, you know what? I, here's what I want to tell you. There's a big difference in what uh, the culture, uh, in our culture of employment as well, um, and, and that is this, the HB1 visas. Because I'm going to tell you, I had a conversation with a guy yesterday who was laid off last year. The company that hired him called him back. And guess who called him back? A guy with an accent from the Middle East saying, we would like you to come back to work for our company now. The guy that they brought in to replace him wanted to bring him on on contract, not a full-time position. Right. Hey, uh, I really can't do your job as well as you, but can you come in and help me? How big of a pill is that to swallow that they gave your job away, and now that guy's interviewing you, and you're more qualified than him. <laughs> and that's what a lot of people are going for. And I'm curious to know of the numbers that you're presenting to us today on this, how many of those are HB1? You know, that's a great, that is really a great, great answer and a great question. I don't know the answer. We do know that it's going to be even more and more because that was part of the the nice spending package that our elected representatives passed for all of us. And... The other thing that I was gonna I was gonna touch on, you know what, temporary jobs, kind of the job your buddy was be that guy that called you, right? It was contract job, contract work. Yeah, that's temporary. Yeah, huge spike in temporary work since the millennial rolled over. Even a bigger spike in part time jobs. So, and even with that, even with the spike in temp workers, even with the spike in part time jobs. We're still not creating anywhere close to the amount of jobs that we were creating in the 80s and the 90s. Listen, the 80s and the 90s weren't great times. I mean, you go back to to the 50s and the 60s, that's when, you know, let's face it, job creation in America was booming. And they sit there and they come out and they try to tell us that that jobs are great? The only thing great, I guess, about the 292,000 was the fact that they said it was 292,000. Just a number. (laughs) Just a number. That's where the greatness started and ended. Because then when you actually looked inside of it, you're like, what? Okay, well, and here's the next question. What? You only can prove 11,000 real ones? And then the other ones were adjustments? So what does the future hold? If you're going to college right now, and you're hoping to land a great career, are you going to have to move overseas because the job's there? Are you going to have to get – Are you gonna, do, do other countries have HB1 visas? You know what? Here's the funny thing. This is the thing. This is exactly – you're on to something here because this is exactly what they've created for the American workforce. All these free trade agreements – Right, all of the NAFTAs and the GATS, and now the the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which they're trying to get passed as well. This is what they've created for the American worker: part-time, seasonally adjusted, temporary jobs. <laughs> I mean, think about the two hundred ninety-two thousand. 281,000 of those were part-time, seasonally adjusted, temporary jobs. And then you sit there and you think about, why doesn't it feel like a recovery? Where's Janet Yellen on this? Where are our elected officials on this? 
Why is nobody talking about it? Why is the mainstream media not reporting the truth? You know what was funny? Ten years ago, they used to do both numbers. They did. I remember because Eric and I would do the show together every Friday, every the first Friday of every month. I'd give you the number. The unseasonally adjusted number is X. Seasonally adjusted is Y. Now they they just don't even report it. I've got to go back and look after the fact. Not even in the little in the article. They used to put it even in the article at least. They got rid of it all. Because they don't want you to know. Because if you sat there and you saw it, you would be like, what a bunch of liars. And this is the problem, and this is why the the, the labor force participation rate has fallen, because there's no jobs. They're pretending that there's jobs. But when you look at the wage data... The wage growth says there's no jobs out there. That's what it says. There's not the jobs out there. But simply, you know what? This is the part of the welfare state. We have created a whole nother segment of the population that now is dependent upon the federal government. We just keep adding to it and keep adding to it and keep adding to it. All those jobs that Americans didn't want, right, all those jobs that we gave away, all that did was lead more people to be dependent upon the government. That's it. How did that benefit us? What, it helped somebody's stock price go up? Patriot Radio News Hour. Here's the sad truth. The job growth number, that was a lie. What does that mean for 2016? No, doesn't sound very good. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jacobin, Homer Lopez, and all of you, thank you so much uh, for tuning in and placing orders with us. That is how we get the word out. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. And I got to own up, I made a, I know it's shocking, I made a big mistake. Massive. Um were you holding the ball for the kicker yesterday? <laughs> I was not the Laces kicker in. or the holder for the kick. But I had a, a Colorado customer that uh, needed to sell 3000 Walker half dollars. And, of course, the Walkers of the half dollars, those are the ones you want to own. Not that, uh, nothing wrong with the, the Franklins or the Kennedys, but the Walkers is where it's at. And I, I uh, was asking for Colorado folks because he wanted to avoid shipping them. We're going to set up a deal where you go to the station, pick it up there. And and, uh, and I told you on the air, I was giving you a great price. Uh, that was a lie. Because I did really bad. <laughs> 
Wow, you you sound like you're offering the uh, unemployment rate right now. Yeah, I I, I messed it all up, uh, but I want to remedy that. So if you had called for what the price on the half bags of half, we we're doing them in half bags. We're going to do three half bags. Uh, we gave you an absolute ridiculous price, and I apologize because I went to public school and I don't know how to do math. Uh, so I still have the 3,000 walkers. Uh, I'd like, to, if you want to buy all 3,000, even better. Uh, if you want to buy just a half a bag or a thousand of them, uh, I'm going to do them at $6,400. So that's just under the 18 dollars to the ounce for Walker half dollars uh sixty four hundred uh and and that's gonna be in Colorado. Uh if if I'm unable to sell them I'll have them sent here and then I'll allow everyone to buy them. Uh but if you wanna help us somebody save some shipping money, uh call us at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I apologize profusely uh, for my error, and thankfully, all of you were smarter than me, and you didn't buy it. So now that I've actually got the right price on them, so it's uh, a much better deal now. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. So it's not like you were giving a great deal. You made a mistake to I your benefit. I thought I was giving you a great deal. I really wasn't. So our listeners are pretty educated because they went mm, head scratcher there. That's not a good deal. All right, so that's great. And they I were like, right. You know what? They were right. There's a man of integrity right there. That's the kind of guy I, I want to do business with. It was my with. fault. So that's the kind of I, guy I, you want to do business with. I I I am seriously. I apologize for the mistake. Uh, but I wanted to remedy that for all of you. So if you're in Colorado and, and you're looking at uh, wanting to get in on the silver market, you're able to buy Walker half dollars for less than Silver Eagles. Your price per ounce is much better. When you look at Silver Eagles today that are going to run you uh, $18.50 and being able to pick up Walker's half Half bag, so you get a thousand walkers at sixty four hundred dollars. That puts your total cost at below eighteen dollars to the ounce. Call us at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two if you're in Colorado and you're willing to go to the radio station to pick it up. Homer asked, "How many jobs are going to the to immigration?" Shifting demographics nationwide are changing the face of American employment. They say that currently, immigrants make up 13% of the population, but they make up 17% of the workforce. Cue the eye roll. (laughs) That cannot be right. That is, hey, I don't make it up. According to Pew, they're, then they're very reputable. They're saying that U.S.-born workers across all states is on the decline. You could, I mean, they're not a single state. This is the new economy. This is the great jobs market they keep bragging to you about on television. 
We see it right here in our own backyard up here in North Phoenix near the Deer Valley Air Park because I'm here to tell you if you go to any coffee shop, any Dunkin' Donuts, in the morning on the way to work, and I'm here to tell you there are more languages being spoken as all of those folks are getting to go to work at Honeywell, at the airport, at other IT facilities, at Wells Fargo. They have a, a, a center right up here. It, 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 it's shocking to me that that number is as low as it is because we're talking about one little tiny corner of Phoenix, Arizona and that much uh, that we see firsthand. Joe, you and I know this. We've followed vans. I, uh, I take it home on missions. Let's go look at who is staying at this hotel. And Why is all of these vans coming and going out of these hotels? Why? why? I mean, why are they up here in North Phoenix? Why are there seven different hotels in this little section? But there's no, if you're a tourist, you're not staying. You're not staying up here. No. You don't come stay by the Deer Valley Air Park. You know what you do? You come, they house you, they put you to work at Honeywell, at Wells Fargo, at Discover Card. You we know why? We, we followed them. We follow them. If you don't think that we're investigative reporters without degrees, well, I'm here to tell you, <laughs> we are investigative reporters. We're John Penn. Well, I, 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 I find that number to be way off track, Joe. I, I just well, add, here's, just what, here's the trend, experience. though. You know what? Just add, add it to the growing list of trends. Okay. We're not keeping up with the job, job creations, not keeping up, which has led to a rise in the the fall in the labor force participation rates. Part-time, seasonal work, and oh yeah, by the way, the one part, the one segment of the job market that's growing, immigrant workers. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. The Dow is mixed right now. Uh, the Dow is up. The Nasdaq's negative. The S and P is unchanged. Crude oil is down a dollar thirty-eight at thirty-one dollars seventy-nine cents. Gold is unchanged at a thousand ninety-eight. Silver's up five cents at thirteen dollars and ninety-seven cents. And as we were as we were talking uh, during the break. One of these little headlines scrolled by on one of the stock channels that said uh, something about uh, the data now suggests that there's going to be a slowdown in jobs. And I'm just wondering what data they were talking about. Because you just went over all the data. <laughs> I gave you've you a been, lot of it. <laughs> you've been perusing all the data. So some new data is out there about so jobs. Apparently it's new. This just did. But... You know, these are things, you know, it's funny because you can cover up things, right? We talked about that. You can lay the newspaper down and cover it up if you want to. But eventually, right, someone's going to realize what you've done, right? And the truth eventually always comes out. And and the one thing that that we can say is they've told us jobs were great, but all the other ancillary data that goes with good jobs, didn't happen, right? The wage growth didn't happen. The hours worked, right? Usually, when when there's a need for a lot of jobs, you start working them more. I, we got you got to work more, right? You got to hit the overtime until we can get somebody hired. That didn't happen. Retail sales, that didn't happen. Crude oil, what is crude oil telling you? 
But crude is getting hammered. Why? Because nobody in the whole world working. Well, I, I find a, a, a correlation between the first week the Dow dropped. Last week was a very bad week for the Dow, correct? Worst start to and a so year our ever. our jobs report, they have to give a re- good report to create stability in, in the marketplace. They don't want you to know. They don't want you to know. You know, I find it very interesting that I'm looking at a USA Today headline that says jobs report could signal stability. Okay? Isn't it that could. What it, it absolutely could if you just wanted to take the number that they gave you and didn't look at it at all. But this is why you listen here, because this is the thing I'm telling you. The start of this year, the one thing, that's just the start. The Federal Reserve, they knew it. They still know it. There's a reason why they didn't want to raise rates. Because they knew that we really couldn't afford it because the only data that looked good was the puffed-up fake data, the seasonally adjusted data. Right? It was like, you know what the best part of the Dow only being down 1% last year? It was that headline. When everybody else opens up their 401Ks and their IRAs and their mutual fund statements, they're like, I've done way more than that. Right? And it's the same thing with these jobs numbers. And this is the thing. I think you're going to see a dramatic shift. Not only in the layoff announcements, you're going to see a dramatic shift in people filing for unemployment claims. You're going to see a big shift in the slowdown in the jobs number because the truth eventually always comes out. Take to the radio news hour. Call us, 800-951-0592, and help protect your tomorrows. Have a great Monday. Good luck at the national championship tonight, and and we'll talk to everybody tomorrow.